Early Childhood Development. Each week we talk about a different stage of children development and what children need. And now, here comes your host. Hello everybody and welcome. My name is Taryn and you are listening to The Parent Thing. We continue our series on behavior and emotion management today with an episode titled Red, Cup or Blue. In today's episode, we are talking about giving children choices and why we should be affording children the opportunity to choose. Last week, we spoke about independence and why children should be raised to be independent. Giving a child the freedom of choice adds to the levels and layers of independence. I've mentioned before that to raise a child, all life lessons are scaffolded. Allowing them to start making choices will eventually help them navigate and confidently make decisions when they grow older. Giving a child a choice does not mean you will be giving them free reign. You are still the parent and you will be there to guide them, to help them with their choices and also to limit their choices. Let's get into the meat of the episode, shall we? Here's a hint. This is not a choice. (laughs) You're here now, so come along for the ride. Here's some of the reasons why we give children choices. Firstly, everybody likes to have choices. Children are no different, especially when they hit the two to three year old age bracket. They are starting to get to know themselves and so they want to have a choice. They want to be able to choose what they can eat. They want to be able to choose what they can wear. They want to be able to choose little things in their lives that make them feel like they have a sense of autonomy. So giving choices gives a child a sense of autonomy. And we spoke about this in my episode last week with the importance of independence, how a child needs to have a sense of control, a sense of autonomy over their lives, because that is a basic human desire. As I said earlier, giving a child the ability to choose gives them the opportunity to get to know themselves. It gives them the opportunity to discover what they like and what they don't like. If you give a child the opportunity to choose what color cup they want to drink out of, for example, first of all, it gives them a sense of autonomy, which is so important. I cannot stress that enough. But secondly, they get to have a look at the cups and decide which color they like better in that moment or just this is my favorite color and this is the cup that I would like to drink out of. And it affects nothing because whatever it is you'll be giving them to drink will still taste the same, but they do still have that sense of, wow, I could make a choice. Giving a child a choice helps the child develop a habit of thinking, of weighing options, of trying something different They also learn to respond rather than react, which helps them not act impulsively. Ripple effect of them learning to react rather than respond helps to reduce temper tantrums because they have a sense of empowerment. Let's use the example of getting dressed in the morning and you present a child with what they will wear today. There could be a reaction. There could be a meltdown. I don't want to wear this. But if you give them a choice, would you like to wear this or this? They get to think about it. They get to look at the two options and weigh which one will suit them better for that day, 
for the mood that they're in. Not that they realize that that's what they're thinking, but they do have this development of thinking, weighing their options, looking to see what they have, and then responding to the question that you just asked them, as opposed to reacting to the clothes that they don't want to wear because they are being dictated to. This helps them to reduce tantrums because they have the sense of empowerment. When you give a child a choice, the effect that it has on their confidence and their self-esteem is astronomical. I am a little dramatic, but it really is a huge, huge positive effect. When a child gets to choose something, they feel heard, they feel listened to, they feel secure and valued when they don't always have to obey what has been dictated to them. Choices give children the opportunity to express their creativity. For example, during our art classes when we're doing crafts and the fun stuff, if we are coloring in, for example, and there's a picture of an elephant, I do not expect all children to color their elephants in gray. They have a choice. They have autonomy. They get to choose what color their elephant is going to be today. And I do not tell them that what they did was wrong. I do not tell them that maybe it would be better if they made a gray elephant because there's no such thing as a purple and blue elephant. We don't do that because this is not a realistic expectation. This is a choice that they have, a freedom that they have. And the end product is something that they love. That's their creativity. And it's something that they are proud of. Giving a child a choice builds confidence in that child. It sends a message that their thoughts and opinions are valued and that it matters. When a good choice is made by a child, the child feels proud of themselves, which also is a confidence builder. But when a child makes a choice that doesn't work out, the lesson in that is it's okay to make mistakes. It can be learned from if a parent uses it as a teaching opportunity and not an opportunity to blame or shame or criticize or say, I told you so. So we have to tread very carefully that when they do make a mistake, we allow room for that mistake and we teach them how to do it better next time and not criticize them or belittle them and make them feel less than. Giving choices to a child teaches children a sense of responsibility. Let's take choosing shoes for example. If it's a very rainy day out there, you can present your child with two shoe options and tell them, it's really rainy outside today. Which pair of shoes do you think will be best for you so that your feet don't get wet? And they then have the responsibility of making the right choice to ensure that their feet don't get wet. It teaches them so much. And just like in my independence episode, it just gives them the sense of pride and also the ability to solve problems. I was raised by a generation of parents who believed that children should be seen and not heard. And I believe the complete and total opposite. I do believe that children should be seen and heard. And giving a child a choice gives a child a voice. It gives them the opportunity to be seen. It gives them the opportunity to be heard. Giving a child choices invites them to learn to cooperate. It invites them to learn that maybe if I choose this today or if I don't get a choice today and I wait a little bit, I can choose something later. There is a life lesson in giving a child a choice. As I said earlier, when children are given choices, it sends the message that they are seen and that they are heard. So what that does then, it gives them the security to be vulnerable and ask for help when they need it because they know that they have a voice, because they know that their feelings are valid, because they know that they matter, they are comfortable enough to be able to ask for help when they need it. And it also helps them to understand the consequences of discipline. 
I'll give you an example of what I mean that they learn to understand the consequence of discipline. I have a little girl in my class that does not like to be told what to do. So I give her choices. Amy, we have to pack our toys up now. You can choose to pack your toys up and keep them or you can choose to allow me to pack your toys for them but then it becomes my toys. What do you choose? And more often than not, she chooses to pack up her toys so she feels like she's in control when in fact she's doing exactly what needs to be done but it doesn't come across as it's been dictated to her but she also understands that the consequence of her not doing what is needed is that I get her toys and she no longer has toys for the day. Now that we've discovered some of the benefits of affording a child a choice let's get into the when do we start giving choices and the how we give choices to children. A child should not feel overwhelmed by choices So when they are younger, from the age of about two, we give them this or that choices. We give them only two choices so that they are not overwhelmed. We also have to make peace with the fact that they won't always think the way we do, which means that they won't always choose the thing that we hope they will choose, but we still have to allow them to choose what they've chosen. It is also important to constantly thank and affirm them when they make choices. Thank you for helping me choose this. Oh wow, I love the color that you chose. So always affirm them, always thank them, making them feel important. Another important thing when you are allowing your child to make a choice is to be consistent in that. When you are not consistent, it causes confusion in the child. So if today they can choose which cup they drink from and tomorrow you tell them you don't have a choice, you have to drink out of this cup, you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. This causes so much confusion in them because just yesterday they got to choose and then today they can't choose but then tomorrow they can make a choice again. So be consistent in allowing them the opportunity to choose. Another tip I have for you is to use choices to build them up and not to control them. Allow them opportunities for true free reign as well so that they can absolutely choose what they want to do. For example, in free playtime, you don't have to give them choices of what they want to play with. If it's free playtime, let them choose. Give them true free reign. When you do give them this true free reign for their free play and they do have the free choice, make sure that it is within safety boundaries so that they don't end up getting hurt or making a choice that could affect them negatively on a serious level. As I mentioned earlier, for most things, two choices is enough. They can choose this or that. There are obviously things in life that children do not have a choice about. Like the example that I used earlier with the little girl in my class who didn't really have a choice as far as cleaning up her toys were concerned. So when there are non-negotiables that need to be done, you can give choices like what would you like to do first? Would you like to first have a snack and then clean your room or first clean your room and then have a snack? Would you like to do it now? Or would you like to do it in five minutes? Okay, I'm going to come back in five minutes and then you have to do it. Do we have a deal? So discussing it with your children, still giving them a choice, but still the desired outcome will happen. It just won't happen exactly when you want it to happen. So do be flexible with that and allow them the choice on what to do first. Allow them a choice on what they wear. Allow them a choice with food. Now hear me out on this one. I don't mean they get to choose all the food that they eat or don't eat. But if you're having vegetables, allow them to choose. Would you like broccoli or carrots tonight? Would you like peas or Brussels sprouts tonight? 
So give them some choices. That also gives them the chance of actually eating what they've chosen. Making sure, obviously, that it's healthy choices, but still giving them the choice of what to do. Give them a choice on activities that you want to do together. Would you like to play cards or would you like to play a ball game or a board game? Would you like to paint or would you like to color in? Give them choices on activities that you want to do together. As they get older and they start thinking a little more, you can ask them, what activity would you like us to do together today? Instead of giving a this or that, you can actually ask them what they want to do and they get to think of all the options that they have because they have the capacity to do so. When it's story time and you're going to read to them, you can allow them the opportunity to choose the book that they would like for you to read to them. You can also give them choices of incentives for helping or doing something for you. So you can thank them by saying, oh, thank you so much for helping me clean the kitchen today. Would you like to have an ice cream treat or would you like to have a candy treat for me to say thank you? So that they know that helping and doing good stuff, they also have a choice of reward. I also want to talk about some of the don't do's when you are affording your children the opportunity to choose. The first thing, and I think it's one of the most important ones, is to not give choices you are not okay with. So only give options that you are okay with. For example, clothing options. Choose outfits that you are okay with. So whether they choose this or that, you are okay with it. So that alleviates frustration on your part as well. Choices are important for children, yes. But don't allow children to make choices that won't benefit them. They don't know what is good for them when they are younger. That is your job as a parent. So they cannot choose all the nice things and only the nice things. You have to put boundaries in place because you are the parent. I spoke to a mother the other day who showed me pictures of her son's teeth and they were quite rotten and he probably is going to need them surgically removed. I asked if he's not brushing his teeth or what is he eating and she said that he refuses to drink anything but juice. What she did was allow him to make choices that doesn't benefit him. There were no boundaries in place and he now has to suffer the consequence because it was not good for him. So when you're giving your children choices, only allow choices, like I said, that are okay with you, but that will benefit them. So you can have water or you can have milk. Juice is not an option and if he chooses none of them, that's okay. When he is thirsty, he will come back and he will choose the water or he will choose the milk that is good for him. Another don't is to punish, criticize, belittle, shame or blame them for a choice gone wrong. Your job as a parent is to guide them. Your job as a parent is to show them right from wrong. So when they make a choice that doesn't work out, talk to them about that choice. Ask them what they think they can do better next time and then guide them next time. Remind them next time. Let's try something different. So don't make them feel even worse for something where they are learning and it's a human mistake and there was human error. Try not to get impatient. Allow sufficient time, as I said in my episode last week, make provision for time to give them the chance to do what they need to do, especially when there is a time constraint. So give them forewarning as well if you if you are running out of time and you need to do something for them that they're supposed to be doing. If I, I keep going back to the clothing example because it's the easiest one right now. So if we have to choose an outfit, but we only have five minutes and they are struggling with which 
outfit they want to wear give them a forewarning and say if you don't choose in two minutes i'm going to have to choose for you because we have to leave so let them understand that there is a consequence and you have to follow through with it especially when there is a time constraint when there is pressure don't just grab it from them and be like well i'm going to do this for you like explain to them we are out of time so i have to choose something for you but give them a forewarning. Let them know that time is running out. Let them know that if they don't choose, you will have to do it for them. And lastly, and I said this last week as well, try not to do for a child what they can do for themselves. They need this independence. They need the motor skill development. They need the autonomy and the control over their lives. It helps them and it helps you. This brings us to the end of our red cup or blue conversation about choices. I hope that you've learned something this week. I hope that you will be giving your little ones the opportunity to make some choices. And I cannot wait to see you next week when we talk about the importance of a routine. Have a good week and I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you for tuning into the parenting. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you have any questions, feedback, or content suggestions, please email us at Taryn at theparenting.com. Please remember to subscribe, like, share, and give my aunt a five-star rating. Come back again next week.